Chapter 17 of Legacy by James H. Schmitz. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Legacy. Chapter 17. Holati Tate brought her the drink and went on with the details. Trigger and he, and a dozen or so of the first group of U League investigators, had been in what was now designated as Section 52 of Harvest Moon. The commissioner was by himself, checking over some equipment which had been installed in one of the compartments. After a while Dr. Azol joined him and told him Mantellish and the others had gone on to another section. Holadi and Azol finished the checkup together, and were about to leave the area to catch up with the group, when Holadi saw Trigger lying on the floor in an adjoining compartment. "'You seem to be in some kind of coma,' he said. We picked you up and put you into a chair by one of the survey screens, and were trying to get out a call on Azol's suit communicator to the ambulance boat when you suddenly opened your eyes. You looked at me and said, Oh, there you are. I was just going to go looking for you. It was obvious that you didn't realize anything unusual had happened. Azol started to say something, but I stepped on his foot, and he caught on. In fact, he caught on so fast that I became a little suspicious of him. "'Poor Azol,' Trigger said. "'Poor nothing,' the Commissioner said cryptically. "'I'll tell you about that some other time.' I cautioned Dr. Azol to say nothing to anybody until the incident had been clarified, in view of the stringent security precautions being practiced—supposedly being practiced—he amended. Then he'd returned to Man and Planet with Trigger immediately, where she was checked over by Precall's medical staff. Physically, there wasn't a thing wrong with her. "'And that,' said Trigger, feeling a little frightened, "'is something else I don't remember.' "'Well, you wouldn't,' the Commissioner said. "'You were fed a hypnospray first. You went out for three hours. When you woke up, you thought you'd been having a good nap.' Since the medics were sure you hadn't picked up some odd plasmoid infection, I wanted to know just what else had happened on Harvest Moon. One of those scientific big shots might also have used a hypnospray on you, with the idea of turning you into a conditional assistant for future shenanigans." Trigger grinned faintly. "'You do have a suspicious mind.' The grin faded. Was that what they were going to find out in that mind-search interview on McCadden I skipped out on? It's one of the things they might have looked for, he agreed. Trigger gazed at him very thoughtfully for a moment. Well, I loused that deal up, she remarked. But why is everybody— She shook her head. Excuse me, go on. The commissioner went on. Old Doc Lee Harvis was handling the hypnosis herself. She hit what she thought might be a mind-block when she tried to get you to remember what happened. We know now it wasn't a mind-block, but she wouldn't monkey with you any farther, and told me to get in an expert. So I called the psychology service's headquarters in Oredo. Trigger looked startled, then laughed. The eggheads? You went right to the top there, didn't you? Tried to, said Holati Tate. It's a good idea when you want real service. They told me to stay calm and to say nothing to you. An expert would be shipped out promptly. Was he? Yes. Trigger's eyes narrowed a little. Same old hypnospray treatment? Right, 
said Commissioner Tate. He came, sprayed, investigated. Then he told me to stay calm and went off looking puzzled. Puzzled? she said. If I hadn't known before that experts come in all grades, the Commissioner said, I'd know it now. That first one they sent was just sharp enough to realize there might be something involved in the case he wasn't getting. But that was all. Trigger was silent a moment. So there've been more of those investigations I don't know about? she observed, her voice taking on an edge. Uh-huh, the Commissioner said cautiously. How many? Seven. Trigger flushed, straightened up, eyes blazing, and pronounced a very unladylike word. Excuse me, she added a moment later. I got carried away. Perfectly all right, said the Commissioner. I've been getting just a bit fed up anyway, Trigger went on, voice and color still high, with people knocking me for a loop one way or another whenever they happen to feel like it. Don't blame you a bit, he said. And please don't think I don't appreciate your calling in all those experts, I do. It's just their sneaky, underhanded, secretive methods I don't go for." "'Exactly how I feel about it,' said the Commissioner. Trigger stared at him suspiciously. "'You're a pretty sneaky type yourself,' she said. "'Well, excuse the blow-up, Holati. They probably had some reason for it. Have they found out anything at all with all the spraying and investigating?" Oh, yes. They seem to have made considerable progress. The last report I had from them, about a month ago, shows that the original amnesia had been completely resolved. Trigger looked surprised. If it's been resolved, she said reasonably, why don't I remember what happened? You aren't supposed to become conscious of it before the final interview. I don't know the reason for that. But the memory is available now. On tap, so to speak. They'll give you a cue, and then you'll remember it." "'Just like that, eh?' She paused. "'So, the psychology service is what's it?' "'What's it?' said the Commissioner. She explained about what's it. He grinned. "'Yes,' he said. They're the ones who've been giving the instructions, as far as you're concerned. Trigger was silent a moment. "'I've heard,' she said, "'the eggheads have terrific pull when they want to use it. You don't hear much about them otherwise. Let me think just a little.' "'Go ahead,' said Holati. A minute ticked away. "'What it boils down to so far,' Trigger said then, "'is still pretty much what you told me on McCadden. The psychology service thinks I know something that might help clean up the plasmoid problem or at least help explain it." He nodded. And the people who've been trying to grab me very probably are doing it for exactly the same reason. He nodded again. That's almost certain. Do you think the eggheads might already have figured out what the connection is? The Commissioner shook his head. If they had, we'd be doing something about it. The Federation Council is very nervous. Well, Trigger said. She pursed her lips. That Lyad, she said. What about her? She tried to hire me, said Trigger. Major Quillen reported it, I suppose. Sure. And it wouldn't be just to steal some stupid plasmoid, especially since you say a number of small ones are already available. 
then they're the ones that Raiders picked up in the hub. She probably has a collection by now." He nodded. Probably. She seems to know quite a bit about what's going on. Very likely she does. Let's grab her, said Trigger. We can do it quietly, and she's too big to be mind-blocked. We get part of the answer, perhaps all of it. Something flared briefly in the Commissioner's small gray eyes. He reached over and patted her knee. "'You're a girl after my own heart, Trigger Girl,' he said. "'I'm for it. But half the Council would have fainted dead away if they heard you make that suggestion.' "'They're as touchy as that?' she asked, disappointed. "'Yes, and you can't quite blame them. Fumbles could be pretty bad. When it comes to someone around Lyad's level, our own group is restricted to defensive counteraction. If we get evidence against her, it'll be up to the diplomats to decide what's to be done about it. Tactfully. We wouldn't be further involved." Trigger nodded, watching him. Go on. Well, defensive counteraction can cover a lot of things, of course. If we actually run into the First Lady while we're engaged in it, we'll hold her, as long as we can. And from all accounts, now that she showed up to take personal charge of things around here, we can expect some very fast, very direct action from Lyad. How fast? My own guess, said the Commissioner, would be around a week. If she hasn't moved by then, we might help things along a little. Make a few of those openings for her, eh? Well, that doesn't sound too bad. Trigger reflected. Then there's point number two, she said. What's that? She grimaced. I'm not real keen on it, she confessed, but I think we better do something about that interview with Watsit I ducked out of. If they still want to talk to me. They do, very much so. What's that business about their saying it was okay now for me to go on to Manon? Commissioner Tate tugged gently at his left earlobe. Frankly, he said, that's something that shook me a little. Shook you? Why? It's that matter of experts coming in grades. The upper ranks in the psychology service are extremely busy people, I understand. After your first interview, we were shifted upward promptly. A couple of middling, high-bracket investigators took over for a while. But after the fourth interview, I was told I'd have to bring you to the hub to let somebody really competent handle the next stage of whatever they've been doing. They said they couldn't spare anybody of that caliber for a trip to Manon. Was that the real reason we went to McCadden? Trigger asked, startled. Sure. But we still hadn't got anywhere near the service's top level then. As I get it, their top-notchers don't spend much time on individual cases. They keep busy with things on the scale of our more bothersome planetary cultures. And there are supposed to be only a hundred or so of them in that category. So I was more than a little surprised when the service informed me finally one of those people was coming to McCadden to conduct your ninth interview. One of the real eggheads, Trigger smiled nervously. And then I just took off. They can't have too good an opinion of me at the moment, you know. Apparently that didn't upset them in the least, the Commissioner said. They told me to stay calm and make sure you got to Manon all right. Then they said they had a ship operating in this area, and they routed over to Manon after you arrived here." A ship? 
Trigger asked. I've seen a few of their ships. They looked like oversized flying mountains, camouflage jobs. What they actually are is space-going super-laboratories, from what I've heard. This one has a couple of those top-notchers on board, and one of them will take you on. It's due here in a day or so." Trigger had paled somewhat. "'You know,' she said, "'I feel a little shaken myself now.' "'I'm not surprised,' said the Commissioner. She shook her head. "'Well, if they're top-notchers, they must know what they're doing.' She gave him a smile. "'Looks like I'm something extremely unusual. Like a bothersome planetary culture.' Weak joke, she added. The Commissioner ignored the weak joke. "'There's another thing,' he said thoughtfully. "'What's that?' "'When I mentioned your reluctance about being interviewed, they told me not to worry about it, that you wouldn't try to duck out again. That's why I was surprised when you brought up the matter of the interview yourself just now.' "'Now that is odd,' Trigger admitted after a pause. "'How would they know?' "'Right,' he said. He sighed. Guess we're both a little out of our depth here. I've come close to getting impatient with them a few times, had the feeling they were stalling me off and holding back information. But presumably they do know what they're doing." He glanced at his watch. That hour's about up now, by the way. Well, if there's something else that should be discussed, I can break my dinner date," Trigger said, somewhat reluctantly. I had a chance to talk with Bruhl at the spaceport for a while when we came in this morning." "'I wasn't suggesting that,' said Holati. "'There still are things to be discussed, but a few hours one way or the other won't make any difference. We'll get together again around lunch tomorrow. Then you'll be filled in pretty well on all the main points of this business.' Trigger nodded. "'Fine.' "'What I had in mind right now was that the service people suggested having you look over their last report on you after your arrival. You'd have just enough time for that before going to keep your date. Care to do it?" I certainly would, Trigger said. The transmitter signaled for attention while she was studying the report. Holati Tate went off to answer it. The report was rather lengthy, and Trigger was still going over it when he got back. He sat down again and waited. When she looked up finally, he asked, "'Can you make much sense of it?' "'Not very much,' Trigger admitted. "'It just states what seems to have happened, not how or why. Apparently, they did get me to develop a total recall of that knocked-out period in the last interview. I even reported hearing you and Dr. Azal moving around and talking in the next compartment.' He nodded. I remember enough of my conversation with Azal to be able to verify that part of it." Then, some time before I actually fell down, said Trigger, I was apparently already in that mysterious coma. Getting deeper into it. It started when I walked away from Antelish's group, without having any particular reason for doing it. I just walked. Then I was in another compartment by myself and still walking and the stuff kept getting deeper, until I lost physical control of myself and fell down. Then I lay there a while until you came down that aisle and saw me. And after you'd picked me up and put me in that chair, just like that, everything clears up. Except 
that I don't remember what happened, and think I've just left Mantellish to go looking for you. I don't even wonder how I happen to be sitting there in a chair." The Commissioner smiled briefly. That's right, you didn't. Her slim fingers tapped the pages of the report, the green stone in the ring he'd given her to wear reflecting little flashes of light. They seem quite positive that nobody else came near me during that period, and that nobody had used a hypnospray on me, or shot a hypodermic pellet into me, anything like that, before the seizure, or whatever it was, came on. How do you suppose they could be so sure of that? I wouldn't know, Holati said, but I think we might as well assume they're right. I suppose so. What it seems to boil down to is, they're saying I was undergoing something like a very much slowed-down, very profound emotional shock, source still undetermined, but profound enough to knock me completely out for a while. Only they also say that, for a whole list of reasons, it couldn't possibly have been an emotional shock after all. And when the effect left, it went instantaneously. That would be just the reverse to the pattern of an emotional shock, wouldn't it? Yes, he said. That occurred to me, too, but it didn't explain anything to me. Possibly it's explained something to the psychology service. Well, Trigger said, it's certainly all very odd. Very disagreeable, too. She laid the report down on the arm of her chair and looked at the commissioner. Guess I'd better run now, she said. But there was something you said before that made me wonder. There was really very little of Dr. Azol left after that plasmoid got through with him. He nodded. True? It wasn't Azol, was it? No. Man, oh man! Trigger jumped up, bent over his chair, and gave him a quick peck on an ear tip. If I ask one more question, we'll be sitting here the next two hours. I'll run instead. See you around lunchtime, Commissioner. Right, Trigger, he said, getting up. He closed the door behind her and went back to the transmitter. He looked rather unhappy. Yes, said a voice in the transmitter. She just left, Commissioner Tate said. Get on the beam and stay there. End of chapter 17